Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times. And stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in. But you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it... Miro. Easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg. And once again, I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. The NBA All-Star Game was played last night. But all I'm going to say on that is whoop-de-damn-do. That's right, whoop-de-damn-do. Because there's a much, much, much bigger NBA story and issue I want to talk about today. The NBA is not, I repeat, not, not going to require their players to get the COVID-19 vaccines when they're made available to them. Now, how utterly stupid, I ask you, how utterly stupid can the league be on this matter? So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. All right. As I said, the NBA All-Star Game was played last night, and I'll repeat whoop de damn do Because I heard something that, that, not heard something, read something that drove me crazy. Drove me completely nuts. And this was something the commissioner, Adam Silver, said, you know, this is NBA All-Star Weekend. And he said that players, NBA players, you know, are not going to be required when they become available to them to take the vaccine. Whether it's Moderna, Moderna, uh, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, they're not going to be required to take it. And, like, I looked at it and I said, how freaking stupid can this be? And it, it bothers me because I, I genuinely like and I've supported Adam Silver 
I've always felt he was a good commissioner. But but the last few years, ever since this whole China issue started with Daryl Morey being fired, his leadership to me has lacked. And it pisses me off. Because the reason it pisses me off, because I always viewed him as a forward thinker. Okay? I, I just think this is ass-backwards logic. You're not... You don't want him to get vaccines. You know, a while ago he had said, now NBA, we're not going to jump the line to get vaccines, which was the proper thing to do. Athletes shouldn't be able to jump the line. Nobody should be able to jump the line. But, you know, he was talking about, hey, they become available. You know, maybe it's April. Why wouldn't you require him to take it? And now let me backtrack a little bit, because it was last month that that there was a report out that a lot of top, no names were mentioned, but a lot of top players in the NBA, black players, were asked to do PSAs, public service announcements, for the purpose of promoting the vaccines. But the players, a lot of the players were balking. They didn't want to do it. And you know, what happens becomes speculation. Why didn't they want to do it? And some people also believe that the league players might have been pissed off because they had to play in an all-star game during this time when, when you know, there's other priorities, which I happen to agree with. And I agree with the players at the time. Uh, but having said that, in fairness to Adam Silver, he didn't bullshit about it. He said, look, there are definite economic factors involved here. And you got to understand that. Both players and owners need to understand that. You know, money's got to come from someplace. The NBA was hemorrhaging money last season because of the pandemic. And certainly into this season. So, you know, you need your TV partners. So, But that's another issue. I don't want to dwell on that today. But here you go. I mean, I mean, this is Adam Silver says they're not going to be required to take the vaccines. And I'm, I'm, let me read a quote from Commissioner Silver. My hunch is that most players will ultimately choose to get vaccinated. They have to make personal decisions at the end of the day. And uh, I take that very seriously and I take concerns very seriously. But my sense is most will ultimately decide it's in their interest to get vaccinated. Okay, now look. You have a situation in the NBA currently. Okay, you have a situation in the NBA currently. And that situation states under the NBA's health and safety protocols that players... They got to be tested up to three times a day, folks. They, got, they can be tested up to three times a day. And, you know, they're subject to quarantine periods if they've been in any kind of close contact with somebody, someone who's tested positive. And lo and behold, what the hell happened yesterday? Two all-stars, Joel Embiid, and Ben Simmons from the Philadelphia 76ers, who 
as was required, they flew into Atlanta where the All-Star game was being played. They flew into Atlanta on private planes because that was all part of the protocol and everything. No close proximity. They were pulled hours before the game. Why? And now they're in quarantine. Why? Because apparently they were in contact with somebody in a barbershop. I believe in Philly. They were in a barbershop where that, in that barbershop, somebody tested positive or possibly tested positive. So now they're in quarantine. Now, explain to me why you would not want. I I, I don't understand that. Explain to me why you would not want the league the players to get tested. And and believe me, this is not just the NBA, you know, when I say the league. This is on the Players Association too. And Michelle Roberts is in charge of the NBA uh, Players Association. Okay? Explain the logic to this to me because to me it makes no sense whatsoever. And how about this? You know, here... Locally, Kevin Durant, our Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets. He was held out of a game uh, in January against the Toronto Raptors. Okay? But he was allowed to play in the first quarter. They sent him in. But then they pulled him out in the third quarter. Why? Because when a, a, a close contact test went from, you know, initial an initial test, which was inconclusive, went to positive. So he got jerked out and in and out again of a game. And you don't want, you don't want to require the players to take a test? You don't want to require the players to take a test? How nutty. I mean, it's, Unmitigate, unmitigated stupidity. And you you got to understand this, folks. According to the CDC, if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to be quarantined because of close contact. Now, doesn't that make everybody's life easier for the league, to everybody to move on? to make everybody's life easier and to protect the integrity of the games to be played. You know, you know, think about how strict the rules are in the NBA during protocol players. I mean, players basically, they just go from home to the arenas and back. So getting vaccinated benefits them. And, you know, apparently the league, well, reports are that the league is talking to the Players Association about this. Well, you know what? Talk is cheap. As as former Giants head coach Tom Coughlin used to say, talk is cheap, play the game. What's there to talk about? Put your egos in your back pocket or stick them up your ass. Use common sense here. Folks, 
As of I'm speaking right today, at this very moment, 31 games this season thus far, 31 games have had to be postponed because of protocols. 31 games. Now, Silva says they've only had to, the league's only had to have a relatively small number of games, uh, you know, postponed. Huh? I don't see 31. 31 ain't no small number. You had teams like, um, what the hell was it? The Washington Wizards, uh, San Antonio Spurs, and um, it was the Memphis Grizzlies. Those three teams, they had to miss multiple games because they didn't have enough players. So explain the logic to me where you don't want to require players to be vaccinated. I, 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 it's not just stupid. To me, it's irresponsible. For the safety of everybody, you have arenas opening up now. There's more movement in society, things are opening up. There's more contact. What are you going to, you're going to tell players that they can't go here and they can't go there. Wouldn't it make more sense to have them vaccinated? Especially if you're vaccinated and then you have close contact. If you have, folks, if you have close contact, and you come to talk to me, Russ Salzberg, and I'm, I test positive. But if you had the vaccines, that means you don't have to be quarantined. Doesn't that make sense for everybody to let the show continue on? And, and, and Silva also said that he thinks it's, he believes it's realistic, you know, to have the playoffs completed without having vaccinations being mandatory because he says the protocols in general have largely worked. Well, 31 games ain't post 31 games postponed ain't largely working in my estimation. What happens if that comes into playoffs? Huh? What happens? I, I'm just throwing out, I, I, Let's say it was the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers in the playoffs. LeBron James is in contact with somebody for the Lakers. Kevin Durant is in contact with somebody. James Harden, Kyrie. What are we talking about? I mean, this makes no sense to me whatsoever. None. None, none, none. Zero sense. I, I'm sorry. It makes no sense. And, and you know, I watched, I, I really didn't pay a lot of attention last night because I was reading, you, you know, I was just, I was obsessed with this whole business, especially after I heard that Joel Embiid and, and Ben Simmons, he, here I am preparing a podcast and I'm reading about Embiid and Simmons being pulled from the game, you know, hours before because of contact tracing. I mean, 
what better example for the need to, to, to require your players to be tested? And, and here's another thing, you know, that pissed me off. And I mentioned this to you about some players balking. Um, about doing public service announcements to promote the, um, the vaccines. Well, you know, last night, if you watched the game and the, the pregame and all that stuff, uh, a lot of it was devoted to, you know, raising money for the historical black colleges and universities. Okay? HBCU. And, 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 and listen, I'm all for that. A lot of good institutions, fine institutions where a lot of good people, terrific people came from. I'm all for that. And like something, the league came up with a number that they were agreeing to donate like $3 million to these uh, schools along with um, a lot of the money to be earmarked to communities of color that have been affected by the pandemic. So, you tell me. Don't tell me I'm stirring a pot here because this is common sense. Would the showcase last night, just just like we, you know, uh, the public was taught a lot about. They had a lot of good people talking about graduates from these historical black colleges and universities. It was very nice to see. I enjoyed and I learned. I didn't know about so many people who went there. I, I knew a lot about the schools, but I didn't, you know, some of these graduates. Don't you think that would have been a good platform, a good stage for players to come forward? For players to come forward and say, look, you people in the black communities, you need to, especially you, our communities are being hit hard with this hideous pandemic. You need to protect yourselves from COVID-19. You need to get vaccinated. Don't you think that would have been a good spot? I think it would have been a very good spot. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, there were people, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, of course, NBA legend, Hall of Famer, San Antonio's coach, Greg Popovich, they, uh, they made PSA announcements. I didn't see them yesterday. But don't you think that would have been a good spot Where were people thinking? How could any player look himself in the mirror and say, I'm not going to do a PSA for whatever reason, let alone I got people in the black community, black communities being hit harder than any other communities with this pandemic? What kind of ass backwards thinking is that? 
I'm sorry. I, I just find that reprehensible. I think it's just terrible. So as far as I'm concerned, no pun intended, NBA drops the ball on this. And the league, both management, meaning executives, meaning the commissioners have to do something, meaning the Players Association has to do something. They got to sit down and say, let's cut through the horse shit. Let's cut through all the bullshit and the red tape and let's get this deal done. We keep hearing about the communities being hit. The black communities being hit. And that's, uh, this ain't something I'm making up. This is fact, folks. You, you see them on TV all the time. You read about it. It's, it's gut-wrenching. How the hell can you not want to... How can a player, a black player, not want... Any player. Any player, black, white, or blue. But you were raising money last night for the black com communities hit by the pandemic. And you don't want to do a PSA? Am I nuts or what? Just stupid. It does not make any sense. Uh, it's not only irresponsible. To me, in a way, it's almost immoral. Really, it is. So the NBA, I, I mean, all parties concerned, all parties concerned need to smarten up. And I mean, look, take the vaccines. You, you know, and, and, and this, let me tell you something about logic. Let me let me let me give you a little tip on logic. You know, for people who any person out there who might have concerns about the shot. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, many years ago my doctor and I'm going back. Uh I had uh I'm in good shape. I'm a runner. I do my six miles a day. You know, I'm in good shape. And I've been running for years. And, but I always had high cholesterol. And my doctor wanted me to go on um, some cholesterol medication. And I didn't, I didn't want to. He said, why? I says, ah, I hear uh, about side effects so I says, Doc, trust me, I'm, I'm going to bring it down by watching my diet. And I did pretty good. Then the next time, like four months later, I see him. And, and again, but, but this went on. I was avoiding it for, you know, about a year. And then he said to me, he like threw his hands up. He says, Russ, you come in every day. Every time you come here, you're in good shape. But why do you keep fighting me? on taking cholesterol medication. I, I keep hearing side effects, this or that, and he grabbed me by my arm. 
He says, you know what's a bad side effect? And I said, what? He goes, dying. Dying is a bad side effect. And you know what? My father died at 47 years old. And I said, I was 17 at the time. And I said, you know what? Dad hit me in the face like an ice cold bucket of water. That woke me up. And I've been taking it ever since. No side effects at all. So if there are any people out there wondering, I'm not black. Last time I looked in the mirror, I wasn't black. But I would say to you, anybody who's worried about side effects, well, we've seen 500,000 people die in this country from COVID-19. 500,000 people. How about that? Is that a nice number for you? 500,000. You want to worry about side effects? Or you want to have your ass covered and your family covered? Because if you die, you're not going to know about any side effects. You know, you're not going to know about feeling bad. It's like, I got my vaccines. You know, people say, well, Russ, how did you feel after the second one? And you know what? I felt so-so, men's amends, as they say, for a day. But I knew what it was about. And then psychologically and physically after that, I'm feeling like 10 million bucks. Because in my mind, I'm home free. Or a lot better off than before I took the vaccine. So people out there, players out there, NBA out there, let's get smart. Stop this nonsense shit. And, and, and stop the bickering or, or dicking each other around. Get together. The vaccines, you have a business. It helps your business. It helps communicating with people. It helps commiserating with people. Stop the nonsense. Take the vaccines. And to me, the league should require the players to take the vaccines. And if the players balk, shame on them. Anyway, that's a wrap on the vaccine and a wrap on today. My friends, I want to thank you for getting a load of today's Get a load of this. And now, as always, I like to get a load of you. Let me know what you think about today's podcast, your thoughts. You can always do that on Twitter at Russ Salisbury. You can do it on Facebook. You can also always check out my website at russsalsberg.com. Big time thanks to my home here at believe.com, the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, I want to thank you, the people out there. Because as always, without you, the people, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great week. And if you can, take your COVID-19 vaccine. Well, 
Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online, at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into JIRA tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.